Hey guys, Jonathan Price here today with Pastor Rebecca Acker. Hey guys. And what's today's episode going to be about? So today, you know, it's hard for me because I, I love talking about spiritual authority. I could talk about spiritual authority all day. I'm still learning about spiritual authority. I'm still learning all kinds of stuff because I haven't even scratched the surface of God and who he is in the Bible. And I mean, I'm, I'm always going to be a student till the day that I die. So, <coughs> so I, my, my thoughts were on dominion today and, and, um, and authority and you know, God told us in uh, in Genesis when he created Adam and Eve, he said, you know, be fruitful and multiply. And he said, have dominion on the earth. And, uh, you know, one great thing about coming to Rejuvenate is I've learned about having dominion. And when you start marrying dominion and spiritual authority together, it's a powerful combination. And a lot of people on earth don't live like that. They don't live in a place of dominion. A lot of people, if they're honest... Um, especially in the church, live defeated mindsets, and it's like the devil is on my back, and and it's it's just this depressing place. And God never called us uh, to live that way, you know. We have if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. Excuse me, I got hiccups. God says to have dominion on the earth, which means that you know um, we're supposed to um, we're supposed to rule and reign over the earth, and and that demonic spirits. Um, you know, we're supposed to exercise authority over them, you know, and, um, and so I was talking to Jonathan about this, um, a couple of nights ago, and this is kind of what led me to this topic is, you know, it's, it's very important how you pray and, and, and because the thing is, is you can say, I have authority, I have authority over the devil, but if you're always begging him to leave you alone, you don't ask him to do anything. You tell him what to do. When you talk to, when you are praying and you take authority over spirits, authority is, that means that you command, you know. And, uh, and I, I, you know, I've done a study by John Ramirez. I've talked about it before where he teaches you about authority prayer and stuff like that. And, and he challenges you at some point in there. He talks about, you know, God's already given you what you need, you know. God's given you what you need for the fight, you know. Jesus won the victory, so the victory is won. But Satan said, I want a rematch with your kids. So God put the Holy Spirit in us, and he said, look, I trust my kids. Let's go. You know, So we're here for the rematch on the earth. Um, and, and how you speak to the enemy or about the enemy is important. Uh, because, again, if you're, if you're in a place of spiritual authority and you're like, um, you know, spirits, please leave me alone, it's not that. It's no. You know, you have no authority in Jesus' name. You leave in Jesus' name. You have no access. I mean, you you command and you tell it, you know, what to do. <coughs> and I think, again, a lot of churches don't teach that, you know, that, that, that we have dominion and authority on the earth, as God said, you know. And so people walk around almost with this helpless feeling. And one thing that I learned, too, in coming to Rejuvenate is, you know, a lot of churches will say, well, I'm just waiting on God to fix me. I'm just waiting on God to fix me. God's not going to fix you, bro. Um, he has given us the Holy Spirit so that we can correct and make changes in our lives. Are there times where we um, depend on God for help? Absolutely. It says in the Bible, you know, I, I look to the eyes. I lift my eyes into the hills from where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord. God, we, we can't live apart from God. We, we need God. I'm not saying we don't need him. But I'm saying a lot of times we depend on him to do things for us when God's like, I've empowered you with the Holy Spirit. You've just got to walk in that power. You have to walk in it, you know. And um, and that's the thing is I'm not, you know, um, 
I, I used to have that mindset of I'm waiting on God to fix it. You know, there were there's, there were sins that I struggled with, and I'm like, well, I'm just waiting on God to deliver me from them. I was already delivered. I just didn't change my lifestyle. You know, I just wasn't changing, you know, what I was watching or who I was hanging around or hanging with or, or doing here. You know, I, I wasn't making practical changes that I needed to make in my life. And so that's, I, I, you know, I think that's a huge thing is a lot of people, they want God to do everything for them. And God's like, no, I've given you my Holy Spirit so that you and empower you, you know, I'm going to empower you to, to, to walk in authority and dominion on the earth, you know. And so I just think it's, I think it's really important. Jonathan, what do you think about that? Um, when it came down to, I remember uh, you sent me this when we were talking about the John Ramirez study and everything. You have to cut it off at the root and everything because if you don't cut off uh, things like evil at the root it can just come back and think of it like this if you're just asking something the devil can be like sure I'll, I'll wait because I'll prepare myself even more and come back a hundred times stronger you know when you're just asking but yeah you have to you have to speak with authority and everything think of it like this if you are let's say the boss at a, a restaurant or just a business or something like that and you needed something to be done. You wouldn't just say, oh, you can you can do this now if you'd like to. You would, of course, say, okay, we got to get this done now. This is the task you have to be done and everything. And that's, I think, you know, a good example we could use to look at it as. You know, if you're telling someone to do something, you don't just say, hey, you can do this and now if you want. And, but if you don't, it's okay. You, you got to say, hey, you know, this has got to be done right now and everything. And then it goes back to, like, calling things out at the root and everything saying in Jesus name you know don't not just asking but calling it out speaking with authority over that and everything I, I agree and and especially when it comes to praying over your kids there's a lot of praying moms praying dads praying grandparents out there over your kids you declare you speak and you declare this is what it is. I declare my child free. I declare my child protected. I declare. We have the the power to command angels to go places with our voice, and so you know, and we don't exercise that a lot of time. You know, we we you know we don't we need to say I, I send angels to these people. I command angels to guard and watch. And how you speak is is just as important as what you say. You know, um, <coughs> excuse me. Now I'm not saying all the time in. In, in warfare prayer that you have to be yelling and screaming and shouting you know that's not the way it is sometimes sometimes and you know it definitely happens it definitely comes out I think I think depending on what you're praying for and how you pray you can definitely um, sense the leading of the Holy Spirit in, in your voice and in, in you can definitely tell the urgency in some things like for example in prayer time I can tell a lot of times when I'm praying against evil spirits. Now, this is when I'm praying in my heavenly language, when I'm praying in tongues, because I can tell the intensity in my voice. I can tell um, this this um, authoritative uh, sound comes out, you know, <coughs> and, and everything whenever I'm praying against evil spirits directly. But um, but I don't always, it doesn't always sound like that. Sometimes it's it's it just varies. So... Uh, but yeah, you know, again, it's, I don't know, it just, it just kind of depends on the situation at the time. Man, my mind, I'm going to be real, my mind just like, ooh, your mind ever does that? Your mind just ever blanks out and you have to kind of bring yourself back into it. That's why I'm like, oh, my mind went blank for a second. But anyway, I'm back, I'm back to reality, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, dominion and authority is, is, is so important and I think if more uh, people of God learned that, uh, we would have a whole different world today. 
because here's the thing. The truth of the matter is evil spirits are bullying spirits. They want to intimidate. They want to make you afraid. They want to, but they really don't have any authority. The only authority they have is authority that you give them, okay? If you give them authority in your life, all right? <coughs> if you give them access, okay? That's why, you know, when, when you have people that are drowning in addiction and drowning in, in things like that, um, or, or drowning in bad situations, a lot of time, a lot of time, Jonathan's phone went off, shame, shame, Jonathan, no, I'm just kidding. Um, a lot of times when you're drowning in situations like that, um, it's because you've opened yourself up, you've given yourself access to spirits, you're giving yourself access to things, and you haven't shut those doors, and you haven't stopped. It's like, I can't stand it when people are like, we may have talked about this in the porn podcast, but um, the one about, you know, porn is poison or whatever, but in uh, um, some people who are alcoholics or who are trying, who are recovering alcoholics, you know, they're like, oh, it's okay. I can still go out with my friends that drink. I just won't drink. And it's like, no, you've got to get yourself out of that environment completely if you're going to completely heal, you know. Um, it's wanting to hang on to things. And so that's why some people in their life don't have victory because they're wanting to hang on to things. They're wanting to say, oh, you know what, it's okay. I can still uh, have authority but not give this sin up. And it's like, no, you can't. You know, because you're literally giving up your authority when you sin. When you sin, you give up. That That's exactly what Eve did when she was in the garden and she ate the apple. I, well, I call, we call it an apple. We don't know what it was. It could have been a papaya. It could have been a special fruit that we don't even know what it is. But whenever she ate the fruit she wasn't supposed to eat, um, her authority was gone because she gave it up. It wasn't stolen from her. She made that choice and made that decision. And every time you choose to sin, every time you choose to sin, all right, you are you're you're handing your authority over to the enemy. You're handing access to yourself over to the enemy. Okay, um, Jonathan, what you got, man? I feel like you got something. So it it brought up this verse and everything. That's what <laughs> actually that background noise was a second ago with my phone. It's Ephesians six twelve. For we do not wrestle against flesh and by blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. And I think that goes back to the dominion we have and everything. You know, it tells us what we're wrestling and what we're fighting over and everything. And we got to realize we do have dominion over that. And we have authority over that. It's, it's literally saying, here, fight against this. This is what you need to fight about. Use this. This is like, you know, when in battles and everything, they have spies and everything. And this is, I think, a great example of that. It's literally saying what we're fighting against. And, you know, it tells us about... The putting on the full armor of God and everything and we just have to approach that with the spiritual authority we have and the, the dominion we have as well. Speaking of verses, so Luke ten nineteen says uh, behold, and Jesus is talking, he says, behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. So right there, he's like there you go. He says, I've given you authority. You have authority. You just have to walk in it. You have to recognize it, you know. And 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 here's the thing, y'all. I didn't always know this. I didn't always know that I had authority. It's something that you have to, you have to learn and you have to practice, you know, because I mean it was it was weird for me learning that, you know, because when you live a life where you're you're almost running from the devil. You're almost mentally defeated and you're just like, oh, you know, devil don't hurt me, devil this, you know. When you live a life like that. Um, and then you switch and change courses and, and, and all of a sudden you start to discover your authority. 
you know, it's like, um, uh, it's, it's, I guess it's like in, in, in martial arts, you know, when you start taking martial arts, you know, they, they tell you to do like, um, like we do a, a kia in, in, uh, in martial arts where it's almost like, hi, like that, you know, but when you start off doing it, you know, you're like, hi, you know, hi, like that, you know, because you're, you're, you don't really know, but then you're like, hi, like that. When you, when you, once you learn it, I, that probably made some of y'all pee yourselves, but when you get to the point where you, you get, you learn your authority, you know, you, I mean, you, the louder you get, the more serious you get, you know, mm-hmm. and it's the same way with, uh, with, Christianity and it's so freeing when you realize that you don't have to spend your days being hunted down and chased by the devil. You're chasing him. You're like, bro, watch out because I've got your number and I've got your name. And I'm telling you what, ever since I started praying in authority, um, it has completely changed my day. I'm not discouraged when I, I, I'm not discouraged when I start my day. I'm not doing that. Like I'm getting up and in the mornings I'm straight up telling um, you know, the enemy, I'm like, That's good. you have no power. You have no authority. You operate in false authority. I curse you by the blood of Jesus at the root. Um, and, I, and I go through spirits, spirits that, are, that I'm battling, spirits in, in, in different areas of my life and different people. I curse those spirits, you know. I love the way that John Ramirez prays because he, 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 the, his language is so powerful. He'll go, I dip arrows in the blood of Jesus Christ and I send them into the camps of the enemy. He's like, I could, he'll say, I, I put fire on the head of every witch, warlock, sorcerer, and soothsayer in Jesus' name. He'll be like, um, I, he, I'll, I'll pluck out the third eye, I poke out the third eye in Jesus' name. Like, the way that he talks to the enemy, he doesn't play. And he'll straight up tell you, like, this mug, I love him because he... <laughs> You know, I, I can't remember if I told you in the past, but, you know, he used to be into witchcraft until God delivered him, you know. He now, like, there are witches all, you know, the, the enemy is, is is upset because he's he, he he's working for Jesus now, you know. And uh, and he says all the time, he says, there are witches and, and warlocks that, that, that come at me. They send me messages. They're like, uh, they're like, we're going to kill you. We're going to destroy you. And he straight up called them out. Like he was on a TV show one time and he straight up said, I want every witch warlock and sorcerer, whoever wants to come fight me to come do it. And he said, they never show up because they know, they know they don't have authority. They know they don't. When it comes to, when it comes to facing the spirit of the almighty God, you know, now if they're facing some, some, a Christian that's playing church that don't really know God. Woo! Story y'all need to, oh my God, story y'all need to look up. When I first read this story, and it wasn't that long ago, it was like maybe a year, maybe two years ago. There's a story in the Bible called the Sons of Sceva. If you have never read that story right now, I just, my God. So there were, okay, so back when Paul, um, you know, Paul, Apostle Paul was, you know, doing his thing, they said that, um, people would even want like his shadow to fall on them and like I think Peter was the same way um but you know and and people would just just handkerchiefs they got of Paul they would be healed you know what I'm saying Paul had authority so these dudes you know these these sons of Sceva you know um and I don't know if they were oh man I I gotta look it up I want to look it up I don't know if they were the sons of the priests or something like that but they were pharisaical in, in in their beliefs in other words so they got this idea that they were going to go cast out demons in this demon-possessed man. They're like, well, we're going to perform, you know, we're going to go in and we're going to cast these demons out, all right? So they go to this house and they face this demon-possessed man. And they say, 
Oh, Jonathan, here, hold on. Let me look it up. I got. I can't. I don't want to quote this wrong because I don't want to quote this wrong. That's what I was doing. Yeah, Jonathan was looking it up because this is one of my favorite stories. I mean, I even want to like. I even want to read this to you guys because it, this, if this doesn't demonstrate, you know. I think it's Acts 19, 11 yes. 20. Yes, all right. So I'm going to read this to you guys, all right? <laughs> they were, it was seven sons of a Jewish high priest named Sceva, all right? So they roll up into this house, and they're like Jewish exorcists, and they, um, this is how they approached the evil spirits. They said, uh, we adjure you by the Jesus whom Paul proclaims. All right? they So they're not even going in saying, we believe in God and we cast you out in the name of Jesus. They're like, no, we, we uh, cast you out by the Jesus whom Paul proclaims. Let me tell you what this evil spirit said. Oh. But the evil spirit answered them and said, Jesus I know and Paul I recognize, but who are you? bad day brother that's a bad day <laughs> i just sit there i mean that gives me chills i'm like you know at that point you are screwed beyond everything when you encounter something like that all right so this is what it says all right it says and the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them mastered all of them and overpowered them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded in other words they got the mess beat out of them and they i mean so these people these sons of Sceva tried to operate in a false authority they didn't truly know who jesus was they weren't followers of jesus they wanted the power they knew that paul was famous for all this stuff and oh we want to be like paul we want to have we want to have a following we want the glory you know that comes with that right so they're like so we're gonna try this demon casting out thing ourselves and buddy they rolled into a realm they were not prepared for they didn't have any authority no authority because they weren't they weren't children of god they weren't they didn't follow jesus so they rolled up in there and they're like that i mean that's that's what's so crazy about it is they didn't even say in the name of jesus whom we believe they're like well you know that god that uh paul believes in yeah we're going to use his name and i'm like you're an idiot <laughs> You know, I mean, but uh, but that but that happens all the time in the church. You have people that that aren't truly saved. They don't believe in Jesus. They don't believe in God. But yet they're calling. They're trying to they're trying to cast demons out, or they're trying to tell spirits what to do. And a lot of them are, end up like that. They get the mess beat out of them, and their life turns to crap because they they're trying to operate in a false authority. Okay, so that's false authority. So when I say that enemy tries to operate in false authority, that's what I mean. The enemy tries to, to come from a place of authority, but they really don't have any. These sons of Sceva didn't have any authority. And so then they tried to go, um, they tried to go up against the enemy, and they were powerless, you know. So um, I don't even know what took me to that place. I can't even remember what we were talking about. That is one of my favorite stories, though. I love, when I first read that story, I was like, Oh, like, like whenever I heard like that, I mean, you got to imagine, you've got, you just have to picture this right now. You have to picture these, these seven sons of Sceva are rolling up into this house thinking they're bad. We're the priest's sons thinking that like they, thinking that there's something special rolling in the house. I'm like, we're going to cast you out in the name of that guy, Paul. And to have, I'm going to read it again. And to have them, to, to have this guy. Look at them and say, Jesus I know and Paul I recognize, but who are you? I'm just like, your day is going to suck right now. And they ran out Oh, naked. my <laughs> gosh.
that they were beat, you know. I mean, it just goes to show how important authority is, you know. And I, I mean, so in other words, what, let me go way back to what I said before. You know, people that want to play church that don't really know Jesus, you're not going to be able to do anything. So don't, don't even try. Don't even try to open your mouth. And if you're not truly being Christ's disciple and you're not truly following after him, you're just there, you're just doing church because it looks good, because your mama told you to, because it's something that you do, it's a ritual, don't even think that you're going to be living in authority. Because that, the sons of Sceva shows you, they recognize the voice of Christ. They recognize the Holy Spirit. That's why it says in the Bible, when Jesus walked into the gatherings, or he walked to the places where there were demon-possessed people, the demon-possessed people came and and threw themselves before Jesus' feet, and they're like, what do you want with me? Because they instantly recognized his authority because it said that Jesus was speaking to them in his spirit, already casting them out, and they recognized the authority of Jesus. So if you are a true disciple of Jesus, take heart in that. They know the authority of Christ. They know the authority of the Spirit. And when you know the authority that you have in the Holy Spirit, and then you start to use that authority, all of a sudden you're going to see... You're going to see, like, spirits in your life, or you're going to see things happen. You're going to see the enemy defeated. Because remember, spirits work through people. So you're going to see, you may see people agitated for a season, you know, because the spirit's being agitated. But you're going to start to see God work and God move. And you're going to start to see the authority of the Holy Spirit play out in these different situations. Anyway, I'm going to tell you what. I just love that story. I love that story so much. Jonathan, what you got to say? Uh, it's just it made me just think about how important it is and everything you know we sometimes we'll be praying and we're like if it be your will you know let this you gotta speak with authority you know you can't just be like ah oh, if there's any evil you know if it's your will just let it leave and everything you gotta I see smack, it. smack that, it in the face smack it in the face call it a liar cut it off at the root and just you know speak authority over it versus you know just almost like tempting it being like ah oh, you know, if you want to stay, you can. Like, letting it in the house. Kick it out. Mm, kick it out. Kick that thing as far as you can kick it. That's right. You football punt it through the field. Make, get a field goal, you know. Another thing that John Ramirez said. So, go. So one reason why this is important is because there we talked about the life and death of the power of the tongue in your words. One thing that, spoiler alert, Jonathan, but one thing that he talks about in his studies is, um, is that he and his daughter did not have a good relationship at all. Like she didn't want anything to do with him, didn't want to talk to him at all. He spoke life. So he would every day he would pray and he would speak life and he would speak life over the relationship with his daughter. He would get up and declare it and speak it every single day. And now he and his daughter have a relationship and they talk. And he said because he he spoke, he spoke it into existence. He spoke, <clears throat> he spoke a relationship. Uh he spoke that that healed relationship into existence. It took time, but because of the authority of the Spirit in his words and the life that comes from his words, he literally took a broken relationship, and it was mended in the Spirit just by the fact that he took the time every day to declare over it and declare life to it. And I'm going to tell you, that's sometimes that's hard for me with certain people. It really is. Sometimes it's hard for me because there are relationships in my life that I wish were mended, and... Um, and it's hard to do that persistently, to wake up every day and to speak life to a, to a situation that you look at and you're just like, how in the world? And it feels impossible that this is going to be fixed or it feels impossible that, that it, it can get any better. 
Um, but that's where faith comes in, you know. But, but he, you know, I thought that was really cool that he said that he spoke in authority every day until that relationship was mended. So um, just know that, just know that if you are a true disciple of Jesus, you have authority. And you don't have to ask the enemy to do it. You tell him what to do. Tell him to go to hell. Tell him to get out of your house. Tell him to leave your children alone. Tell him to leave you alone. You know, and yes, we ask God for help. Absolutely, it's okay to, because there are times in your life, well, that's all you can do is say, God, help me right now. That's all you can do because you don't even know what to pray, you know. Um, but ask, I mean, but God, but understand that God has also given you his Holy Spirit, and so he's given you the authority to command, okay, um, if it's according to his will. Now, don't be, don't go commanding things that aren't God's will. Like, don't try to use your words for, and manipulate them for your own personal gain, you know, um, you know, got to make sure that you're in all things, you're, you're wanting his kingdom to come to earth. But, but yeah, you have authority. You just have to use it. That's what separates people. You can know you have authority and not use it. Um, but you have to use it. You have to walk. So I, my challenge to you guys this week is, or this weekend <clears throat> or whatever, whenever this is posted, <laughs> um, is start speaking in authority Start speaking in authority to the enemy. When you wake up in the mornings, you uh, worship God and and you love on him in prayer and everything. And then you start speaking. You start declaring over your kids. I declare my kids are protected and whole in Jesus' name. I declare this over my marriage. I declare this over my parents. I declare this over whatever it is. You start declaring and start speaking. And if there are any spirits that you notice, anything that you notice, whether it's spirits of rage, alcoholism, whatever it is, you know, in, in families, you begin to declare against them. And you declare their death and you say, I, I render you dead, cut at the root by the blood of Jesus Christ. You know, you the way you talk to them is very important. So start using your voice and authority. Any last words, Jonathan? Authority, authority, authority. Remember it. Authority, authority, authority. Very good. Remember it, use it, walk in it. All right, guys. Have a wonderful day. And, um... Hope you, yeah, hope you have a wonderful day. See you guys. <laughs> See y'all later.